Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Alrighty, good afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you aboard with us right here on a Tuesday, February the 6th, year of our Lord 2024. It is Super Bowl week, baby. Yeah, man. Super Bowl 58 drawing ever closer. Just a couple of days away now, the final game of the NFL season. But the NFL never sleeps. And it certainly is going to be fun today to talk about not only Super Bowl 58, but also what we heard yesterday and with a number of different guests, including Solomon Wilcots from the Super Bowl in Las Vegas uh, and Matthew Culler, who's uh, written a book about numbers uh, in Vegas Um Uh, I should say numbers in football with analytics and pro football focus and so on and so forth. Uh, And as well, my guy, Steve Cofield, who will join us later on this hour. He's kind of like Mr. Vegas. Um, But you know what? While you can get Mr. Vegas, I've got Mr. Washington, D.C. Mr. Bruin. Maybe some might call him. Once upon a time. Doc Walker. How are you, pal? Well, I'm good. I mean, I feel like you you booked the damn show up like you didn't think I was going to be on here. I'm kind of figuring out what the hell is going on. Yeah, normally I try and avoid gas, but you, yeah. you know how hard it is, like with Super Bowl week, you know, everybody's got something to kind no, of promote, good. whatever. I'm not and, a physician. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, and, good. it's and, good. And I figured, you know, we, I, I didn't know we were going to have a press conference uh, an hour-long press conference. I didn't know if we were no, going to have a new head coach or what have you. It, it don't matter. Um, I, I'm versatile. Yeah, so, um, I'm you not know. like that kid you have on tomorrow that you got <laughs> got to you know make adjustments for him. I, right. I blend right in, and it's fine. It's just less words in the show for me today, yeah. which uh, I can work Well, with. I'm going to not talk as much as I normally do, and I'm going to let you fire away, no, okay? No, 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 no. It'll be you. I mean, uh, first of all, how you doing? Okay. I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm fantastic. It's great to see you. Great. Good to uh, be seen. You're wearing your fancy seen. schmancy uh, Jumpman UCLA uh, quarter zip on. I like it. Looks good. Uh, it, it, it's you. I mean, if there's something that spells out Doc to me, it's something UCLA and something cool. I like well, Jumpman. I mean, Jordan, the brand. Yeah. I mean, the university and yeah. Jordan. It's a great, sure. great uh, relationship. Great. Uh, Association and it's super duper week, and I'm shocked. I was telling Willingham 
that I can't believe that you're not at the Super Bowl. And I only think about um, well, we did several Super Bowls together, but the Detroit Super Bowl was my, mm-hmm. the most memorable one for me uh, because I left on that Friday f- to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And um, you I missed re- you missed the really bad weather then in that Detroit Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I did. It got I, really nasty over the oh, weekend. I know it, but yeah. I left right after the show on Friday to go to Vegas, and I remember being in Vegas and thinking that. It was the craziest situation I'd ever experienced. I wanted to be there for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And after every play, half the casino went nuts and half slammed their fist. Yeah. Because there's something oh. somebody wins after every play. First, yeah. first down, sure. first this, first catch, blah, blah, blah. So then I was just sitting there thinking, what would it be like if the game were ever there? Now, that was then. Mm-hmm. Now the game is going to be there. And that I was 1990. Uh, I'm sorry, 2006 six. was that Detroit Super Bowl. Exactly. Because that was the only one that I've ever been at. What? Yeah, I've only been to one Super Bowl. Oh, so I'm thinking the rooster. Yeah. So then this morning I go, how in the hell can there be a Super Bowl? I'm listening to B. Mitch and, uh, and Finley. And I never get to no go. rooster. Yeah. Nobody cares. Bowl, I go. Yeah, nobody cares about me. No, oh, nobody no. wants to hear me crow from Radio no, Row. I thought, Maybe they think I would crow too much. No, there's just I not a big that. enough chicken coop to send him yeah. out to Vegas from no. this side. And I just think, and then tomorrow I'll be thinking, how could they not have that show mm-hmm. on Media Row? Yeah. Well, there's some things Wednesday. at play here that I probably can't discuss on the radio, okay? Uh, in terms of, let's just paint it as a broad brush and economics okay. broad brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this being said, I'm just going to announce it right here and right now. Okay. While I'm very, very, very sad not to be in Las Vegas, which and is the where my... the guy on the, 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 the universe. <laughs> yeah. Now stop. Now stop. Well, they, because you know, I'm sure there's plenty of the action ranch. out there. In a ranch. Um, while I'm very disappointed not to be in Las Vegas because it's where my son was born. I lived there for two years. Mm-hmm. I opened... Along with our guest later on this hour, mm-hmm. Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. We did the first ever radio shows when it was brand spanking new. I remember that. Back wow. in 1999. Okay. okay for then yeah. Sports Fan Radio Network. Yes. yes Steve Cofield okay. will join us. Yes, Mr. Vegas. Great. He's done. You know, so oh, we yeah. opened Mandalay. Now, Radio Row is at Mandalay Bay. I assume it's in the event center or in the... Uh, whatever they have there, I forgot. I, I think it's uh, years, still yeah. called the Mandalay Bay mm-hmm. uh, Event Center. I don't know mm-hmm. because you know I just haven't been there in a long time. Mm-hmm. I was back in Vegas twice to mm-hmm. cover the Caps in the Stanley Cup Final, that and that was glorious. awesome being part of that. that was glorious. Uh, being on the ice 15 minutes or so after they won mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup, that was glorious. you know, talking to you know Leonsis and T.J. Mm-hmm. Oshie and mm-hmm. Alex and Barry Trotz and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But I haven't been back to Vegas since those two back-to-back trips. That's a great memory. Uh, in 2018, mm-hmm. and again, my son was born in June of 20. Uh, I'm sorry, 2001. Mm-hmm. I lived in Vegas from November 99 mm-hmm. until June 2001. Mm-hmm. We moved nine days after he was born, uh, which was tough to Chicago, uh, cross you know, not cross country, but half cross country. Uh, starting a new gig and all that stuff. But I love Vegas. But like you, you know, now I never went there like you did from a Super Bowl city to Las Vegas for the weekend. But, Doc, I was there for Super Bowl weekends. I was there 
for NCAA, like that first weekend where Doesn't all matter. the games are going on, Doesn't right? Matter. And, of course, conference tournament weekends, yep. which were huge weekends. It's a, it's a magical week. I've done that. Exactly. So, I mean, you know Vegas. Prize fights. Just a, I've done Yeah, that. and I didn't even go to any big, big prize fight, but I, I did see... I think it was John Ruiz. Do you remember him? He was kind of mm-hmm. like a, a heavyweight champion for a little mm-hmm. while. Uh, he went toe to toe with Evander Holyfield. I saw that at. I want to say I, I, I did not see. I did not see any of that. Yeah. I didn't see Sugar Ray, Marvin Sugar Hagler, Ray, Hagler, any of those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see Mike Tyson. You mm-hmm. know, because by the time I got out there, those guys were obviously cycling mm-hmm. off, done. You know, whatever. Um, so the bottom line is Vegas. Okay, like to your point overall, right? Vegas, I would even say 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say it was like 2013 that I remember Roger Goodell, you know, being called out and saying, you know, like your stance on gambling is, you know, what whatever. And, and he went on and on oh, and on during his yeah, opening press conference. Like, yeah, we don't believe in, yeah. you know, this oh, and yeah. the integrity of the game yeah, is that. Yeah. And then they sold out like a... Uh, bat out of hell a couple of years later when the Vegas Gold Knights and the NHL say, hey, we're going to Vegas. Then they realize, hey, if they want to get the Raiders a new stadium, Doc, the only place they were going to get it Mm -hmm. was going to ultimately be Las Vegas Mm -hmm. after the initial deal with the Rams Mm -hmm. for SoFi Stadium or what is SoFi Stadium Mm -hmm went through for whatever reason, and then Vegas becomes this booming metropolis, not for gambling and entertainment. Yes, it still is that. Mm-hmm. But for sports, yep. if you think about it, when I lived out there, and when you went out there, mm-hmm. you know, the couple of times or, or so that you went out there, it was known for, again, boxing prize fights, boxing yes, prize fight, yeah. and UNLV basketball. That's right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've had... A couple of Stanley Cup finals, mm-hmm. a defending Stanley Cup champion. We have had all-star games in both the NHL and the NBA. We've had, um, uh, you know, obviously you have the Las Vegas Raiders now. Now you're having the Super not Super Bowl weekend. Hey, let's go to Vegas and spend a lot of money in the casinos. Yes, all of that is true because all of that is a part of it. You're having the Super Bowl played mm-hmm. literally a couple of hundred yards behind Mandalay Bay across a highway. Michael Jordan had his camp yeah. there. Michael yeah. Oh, Jordan right, right, because his... you used to go with Coach, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's amazing. Where, where, where was that? Was that at Mandalay Bay, or or do you remember? I no, can't remember. No, we were at Caesars, okay. and um, some of it was at Caesars. It was at two different, um, right next to Caesars, which I might have been... Um, Mark, uh, is that... Um, I think what is next to Caesars. Uh, Monte Carlo? I think Monte Carlo is next to You know, to at this point, Caesars. just make up either one. <laughs> I think, I, just uh, make and up Bellagio, one I think, is on the other side. Bellagio, had, they were still working on it. Okay. You know, I've seen so much of the construction. I saw the, them being built. You just think about the construction. It's like you blink an eye. Yeah. And you miss a year. It's up. Yeah. They go nonstop. No, they never right. stop building, but... That was a beautiful thing. I just couldn't believe that no rooster at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um, I heard. Um, so Grant, next year it's oh in my. New Orleans. Next year it's in New Orleans. I think you and I should go. Well, one of my favorite venues is New Orleans. 
I heard Grant say it. I think he said it with he was on with uh, Baby Huey last night, and he said um, if it were just in Vegas, New Orleans, yeah, and maybe he said SoFi, but you just leaving Miami out. I know, and leaving South Beach out. You're, you're is not going to get be able to get rid of Miami and Tampa Miami from that rotation. You just can't. I mean, now, Tampa, I can do without. But I love. I, I I loved Raymond James Stadium the couple of times that we were down there. We had a bad experience there, but okay. um, no, no, I'm just kidding. Tampa is nice, but I could do without it. Miami is hard to do without. New Orleans, absolutely have to be, because and I don't want to go anywhere. I don't have to. I can go to everything by foot. Yeah. Just the thing in Frisco, that's how much clout they have. Yeah. The Super Bowl's in San Jose. Yeah. Love Frisco, but right. you got to go. But a, it's 45 a, minutes an away. An hour yeah, plus. Or maybe more. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. to the game, which I think is ridiculous. It's the same way with New York when you got to go to yeah. Jersey no, you're right. for the game. That right. to me is not. not well, not it's kind of, of the same at AT&T Stadium in Dallas, right? Because it's not in Dallas. No. no I mean, everybody was... probably stays in Dallas. And Fort Worth tough. is on the other side, so, so you kind of stay maybe equidistant in either Dallas or Fort Worth, and Arlington's kind of plop right the in the middle. bad. They're not yeah. equipped for cold weather. Yep. They're completely I mean, Im- you imbeciles. You know, uh, the it Super Bowl was, was in Atlanta a couple of years ago, right, with the new well, with ATL, the new building. I mean, ATL is nice. Yeah. For any, well, for NBA, we've done so many different. ATL gets it right. They're smart. They're smart. But now that you have that 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 arena, you know that Mercedes. stadium, Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. uh, Stadium, you almost can't leave Atlanta out. I guess I'm you could start maybe against. leaving AT and T Stadium out. I guess yes. from regular rotation, but. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Well, you can leave them out because Dallas is never going to like be in it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, that's the only thing. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about Jerry Jones, right? No, exactly. Not at all. all right, so we will talk more about the Super Bowl and Las Vegas and the impact uh, and just what the just scene kidding, is Clay. out there. Just kidding. A um, little bit later on this hour with my yeah. buddy Steve Cofield, yeah, uh, who is Mr. Vegas. So we will get a scene on that. Again, Solomon Wilcots. Will join us from Vegas, site of the Super Bowl, uh, just after 2 o'clock. And uh, we will be able to squeeze your phone calls in from time to time. If you want to hop on, not guaranteeing that we will be able to get to you quickly. So I want to make sure you understand that. 301-230-0980. But, Doc, before we hit our first break, Mm -hmm. your reaction, and I know you're not a big press conference guy. Press conferences, to my knowledge, have never won a football game. You know how many of them we've had? Yes, we've I've had a lot of yeah, yeah, I'm just – it's good. It's good. We got through it. We got over it. Just, you know, I can't wait Let's to keep moving Let's just move forward. on. Yeah, right. I mean, it's good. Was there anything that was said that made you go, hmm, this is the right guy? No, I like Dan. I liked him before the press conference. Mm-hmm. I liked him watching him work with Dallas. Yeah. And um, he's a good football – I liked him in Atlanta. I liked him in Seattle. Yeah. I liked him doing his whole journey – He's a good football coach. Can I counter and just add mm-hmm. something? Because mm-hmm. I knew you were going to answer it that way. I mm-hmm. know you well enough at this mm-hmm. point. I find it amusing mm-hmm. how many people that did not like the hire, hated the hire, mm-hmm. said it was boring, said it was uninteresting, not inspiring. You know, all the code words That's that fine. you hear. That's fine. Now, all of a sudden, because of a stupid press conference, they either like or love Dan Quinn because he had a couple of catchphrases 
that made everybody feel all googly moogly and because him and Adam Peters were batting eyes at each other and 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 basically playing tonsil hockey. My point being is you shouldn't it shouldn't have taken you a press conference to like Dan Quinn. If you knew what you were talking about, you knew what you were talking about. You said you've liked Dan Quinn as a defensive mind, as a personality, as a leader since Seattle, since Atlanta, obviously in Dallas. And yeah, the last taste in the mouth of Cowboys fans, not a good one because Green Bay ran all over them. They Dallas wins when they're ahead. Yeah. They don't play from behind well. Yeah. They never have. No. Based on how they're built. Right. But, but again, I don't expect a fan to know that or care about that. That's like you following an algorithm. Mm-hmm. Do I actually expect somebody that's hooked on social media to have a feeling about something? I would make me a moron. No, I don't. Stay with whatever you have. Fine. Live with it. Because I know you'll swing back if it works. And if it doesn't work, you're going to hate his guts anyway. Right. So who cares? Most of the things that happen here fail. So you have a right to not think it will work because most things don't work here in the past because of our past leadership has been horrible. Well, I think that's changed because I trust in our leadership. So that's why I feel good about it. I didn't even need him to go to the podium. When they hired our general manager, I said, I'm done. I could take a vacation now. Come back at the, at the draft and see you again in the OTAs and then come back for summer camp. I wanted to ask you about leadership culture and what went wrong over the last four years because you had Doug Williams on your show on Sunday morning, I believe it was, uh, and I saw the big quote. I didn't get to hear it, but I saw the big quote, and I wanted to double down on that in just a second. Don't before. do that to yourself because it's going to hurt you. Just, just no, let it go. No, I, no, I, seriously. no I want to. No, because I want you, to you, because you, I want to figure out. You already know I want the to figure out a what what was wrong in your eyes and in Doug's eyes. Mm-hmm. Also, B, I want to figure out how we get away from this notion that it's you never. It, it's, you hired you fired the owner. You fired him. Right. You fired the guy that made bad bad made a bad hire. Yeah. So you're done. You got a new owner in here. You got people in here who actually know what they're doing. They're going to hire better people. But we've said that about Mike Shanahan. We've said that about Bruce Allen. We've said that about Jay Gruden. We've said that about Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. That's what I want to. Don't take yourself down that way. It's going to hurt you. It's okay. Why are you hurt yourself? I can handle it. I'm a big boy. No, you can't. No, I'm not doing it. I can't. Save it for tomorrow when you get. your tag team partner in here, and you guys beat it up and go that way. I'm not doing that to you. I okay. like you too much for okay. it. I've seen it's too emotional for you. You, <laughs> you think I'm going to cry? You can't handle the truth. You so. think I'm going to cry? No, but I think that it means friendships and loyalty mean a lot to you. You got conned in a way that you – and you're comfortable with it. So I say this, let's le- let sleeping dogs lie and let's leave it alone. I mean, do you think I'm uh – do you think I'm going home at night and and not able to sleep and tossing and turning all night because Ronald Eugene I think is no longer conned. here? I think you got conned in a way. It's okay. You weren't the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the only one. Doc, Doc's like, I was the only one that didn't believe in that guy. He was a crook from the start. You can't handle the truth. All right. Let's get um, – all right. So we'll we'll spin forward – uh, I did. I, I still. 
Now, why keep going backwards? Uh, no, I mean, what I, be, more do be, you need to see I, or know? I think we're you pre- survived a nuclear fallout. Get over it. Move right, forward. But here's what I wanted to do. I Move wanted forward. to tie in what Doug told you on Sunday, okay, and why now you believe in this regime. No, no, no. You asked me about a press conference, and I said, great. I would have never even mentioned it. I told you it's a press conference. I've heard nine or ten of them. And, and I go, yeah, but I like Dan when he was in Atlanta. And they say, oh, he blew a game, but he had a lead. I liked him how he hired. Why do I like him? He was the first nine or ten years ago. He's been ahead of the curb a decade ago, mm. while the rest of the people are now catching up to the culture. He's already been way ahead of the game. All right. I wanna, so, that's what I want to double down on. So you need to let it go well, because you're not going to be able to handle it. I can handle it. No, I, can't. Handle it. I, but can't. I want to double down on I'm what, I'm what you think you. about Dan Quinn, okay? Yeah, well, what you, you think about Dan Quinn, what not a press about, conference. What I think about Dan Quinn really doesn't matter. It matters to me. in our marketplace right now, we've already, this marketplace has already shown me who they are. And I'm just saying, let's just move forward. Okay. 301 Doc's over there. I can see him. He's like, he's hiding from me because he, no, he, know, he knows he's twisting the knife in, into my back a little bit. <laughs> 122, Team We'll take our time out uh, and we'll come on back. We'll figure out something to get into that Doc will approve of. That he doesn't feel will hurt my feelings or or bring me down to my knees next on the Team Dot Eighty and the Odyssey app. You can't handle the truth. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man, we were hit with some sad news early this morning. The great Toby Keith. Yeah, that was tough. Has passed on. 62 years old, Doc. Stomach cancer, I believe. Oh, man. I mean, so many hits, so many tunes, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we just came off the Grammys uh, and, you know, um, American, you know, Americans are, you know, kind of celebrating, um, you know, um, Luke Holmes, who did a great, great, great duet with Tracy Chapman, Mm -hmm. uh, Fast Car, Mm -hmm. uh, which I hadn't heard in probably 25 years, right? She's kind of just dipped out of nowhere. Uh, And then all of a sudden they're on stage at the Grammys. And I've watched that performance probably about 10 times since Sunday night. It was so good. And then I had no idea. Zero idea, I, and I'm sure everyone else didn't knew it, and I just missed it. That Toby Keith was sick. I had no idea, uh, but 
dead at the age of 62, so we'll play some of his Mm -hmm. uh, greatest hits, obviously. Uh, And, you know, when you kind of, you know, when you kind of look at, I I, I don't know if he changed country music, but for those of you that know country music and appreciate country music, I guess it was, you know, I I mean, should have been a cowboy went was his first big hit, and yet there were so many other, so many other just unbelievable hits that that he put forward uh, over his tremendous career. And you walk away going, how could a guy with that much talent, that much money, just be a normal guy and have this happen to him? I mean, that's... You know, kind of like what I was, you know, kind of thinking this morning when I heard the news. I was like, my goodness. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. Mm -mm. If the big man in the sky says, it is your time, it's your time. And, um, you know, we lost Toby Keith, uh, you know, again, at the age of 62. 62, which, you know, plenty of people die younger. But, again... You think, how does a guy with that much talent, that much skill, that much fame, fortune, money, this, success, how does he succumb, you know? And it just, it is what it is, man. Um, just is what it is. But we, we will play uh, some of Toby Keith's greatest hits uh, to pay homage. Yeah, uh, we don't know if him. he didn't have signs. It was yeah. not taking advantage of it. and You know, a lot of times... You're given some signs and you don't follow up on it and maybe you mm-hmm. don't, you know, listen to your physicians and we don't know. But, you know, you feel like a guy with that kind of wherewithal would have the best medical care, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that he listened yeah. to him. No, that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, again, it's just so many, you know, great songs and, and whether you, you know, listen, whether you politically believe in him or, you know, agree with him or not. Uh, I know some people don't, so I'll just leave it at that. I'm not really going to uh, get it. this. This isn't about arguing politics or what one believed in. This is about, you know, quite honestly, honoring a legend. Um, and so, so, so many unbelievable hits. Um, it's crazy. And very patriotic, obviously. Again, whether you agree with his politics or not, and there are plenty of people that won't and didn't, um, the bottom line is, is you know, we lost a legend. Uh, and that's, you know, that, that, that is indisputable. So uh, rest in peace when you tip one back tonight. Maybe, you know, give a little uh, thought uh, in the sky to Toby Keith, who passed away this morning at the age of 62. We will play some of his greatest hits throughout the show. Uh, to pay homage to him. Uh, Doc, before we get into Super Bowl talk, let's do the trending alert, uh, and uh, we will get that out for you right here, right now, because there's always something going on in the world of sports. Well, what's going on? I'll tell you right here, right now. So we're already on to next year. The NFL announcing at the Super Bowl last night that the Philadelphia Eagles become the final team to be an international game host 
in 2024. What does that mean? Well, A, they'll play in Brazil on Friday, September 6th. That's right, Friday, September 6th. And, of course, because the Eagles host the Commanders once a year, it's possible that the Commanders could be the Eagles' opening opponent, but all the way in Brazil. We will see. That part is not known. Uh, But the Eagles will open the year in Brazil. The Patriots have added Ben McAdoo to their coaching staff, former Giants head coach. He will work under new head coach Jared Mayo and offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. If you can believe it, McAdoo only 46 years old. Again, of course, served under Aaron Rod or served, coached with Aaron Rodgers, I should say, in Green Bay uh, and then took on the head coaching position for the New York Giants. Super Bowl 58 is drawing closer. Of course, you can hear it right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. San Francisco and Kansas City meeting the media last night. Kyle Shanahan addressing what he loves about what the Washington Commanders are doing. You will hear that audio coming up shortly right here on the Team 980. And Clayton Kershaw is returning to Docs LA Dodgers. They've reached agreement on a new contract ensuring that Kershaw will probably finish his career in Los Angeles. And that's what's trending. Again, playing the greatest hits of Toby Keith, who left us way too early, passing away today. Uh, reportedly of stomach cancer at the age of 62, along with the DOC, Richard Doc Walker. I am merely the rooster. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass, and you are you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. We're a little guest-heavy today. Uh, again, we'll go out to Sin City for the first time in about 10 minutes or so and hook up with my buddy Steve Cofield. We'll ask him what the 49ers are bitching about in terms of the UNLV practice fields and football facility because he works with the UNLV football program, does broadcasting uh, for them. So we'll find out if he knows exactly. Now, Kyle Shanahan walked it back last night, said he's fine. Uh, it's all good. Roger Goodell said it's been tested and approved and blah, 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 blah. But somebody in the 49er organization was pissed and let it known yesterday afternoon to Adam Schefter. And, of course, it became a big story and a big deal um, when Roger Goodell was asked about it. And, of course, at Super Bowl opening night. Doc, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. If you didn't really get all fired up, and I guess that's the best way to say it, about the opening press conference of Dan Quinn with Adam Peters yesterday and Josh Harris. I can't imagine you were that interested in anything that was said last night at Super Bowl opening media night, right? I mean, like... Well, the field... No, I'm, I'm concerned about anything practice-related. Right. Because we practiced... Um, you're in a foreign area. We had the Rams or when we were in um, Tampa. You are now counting on your compadres within your division mm-hmm. to give you the best platform mm-hmm. to practice. And so that does matter. And so not, but you can't deal with Mother Nature if they don't have an indoor facility. You got to deal with what's there. Is the game going to be played indoor or outdoor? So oh, if yeah, it's an indoor yeah. facility, 
Then you those things do. I think the matter. Chiefs who are playing or who are practicing at the Raiders' new facility mm-hmm. in Henderson, Nevada, which is about six miles or so mm-hmm. off the strip. I used to live in Henderson. Mm-hmm. I think they have an indoor and outdoor situation. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we'll have to ask Mr. Cofield mm-hmm. that UNLV. I, I I don't know if they have an indoor practice. I would assume I well, they do, just because it's so hot in Vegas. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know if they do or not. It was more about the surface. And let me ask you this. Just, you know, again, from your career and being around football as long as you have, can something like that, if something just, maybe it's not bad, but it just doesn't feel right on your feet, right? Like it's maybe a little loose or a little slippery. We Remember last year's Super Bowl, how many people were bitching and moaning about how many times players were slipping all over the place? That and that was in the, the game. And that was in the game, and that was the the turf that was in Arizona, if, if memory serves me correct, yeah. where the turf is actually they fixed. They shuttled in, in, right? They roll it, it in, and it became a big storyline, right? Well, they During the about game, that week one, right? But now, mm-hmm. now you have a team that hasn't even had a full practice yet, and is saying, "Whoa, wait a second, we have a terrible situation here to work out." How concerning. Would that be from a player perspective, if not physically, but mentally as you get ready for this game? If somebody turned an ankle, it's only going to be a problem if somebody were to turn an ankle. If they turn an ankle, they'd have a problem with it. But other than that, guys are just going to be in a panic mode. You're not going you're not going hard this week. But you want to be crisp tomorrow and the next day. You want to stay on schedule. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday, basically, you're not doing much. Tomorrow and the next day, right? Those are the you're big cranking days. up. Yeah. And the thing is, don't change what you do. You'll hate yourself if you alter anything that you right. do. If you click on Wednesday, you got to click there. How much of with the two weeks, right? I, I mean, because I've heard various different things on mm-hmm. this. With the two weeks in between the games, mm-hmm. how much are you, of the hard stuff, mm-hmm. are you doing at your own facility before you even get to the well, Super the majority, Bowl majority, but it's still about, don't, people are superstitious. You get built in, you don't want to change. The question is, when I say click, Joe used to call it thud. Thud tempo. Ask B. Mitch when you see him again about how violent he was about that 91 team when mm. they went into it and how the fights that broke out that particular week when you're there. That's what you got to do. Somebody's got to be the the controller of this. Imagine the interviews. You got all this media. You got all of these circumstances you're going through. The other thing is that you're dealing with your family on site. Mm-hmm. So you got all these things that you don't normally have to deal with to that level. Mm-hmm. So now you have a you're like being in a fishbowl. It reminded me of being like, and you hear B. Mitch and J.P. and Finley talking about Landfield and, and Walker about being in the aquarium. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're in an aquarium mm. because you're being viewed and people looking at you and you're in this thing no matter what you do, you're being viewed. So that's the weird part about it, and it's that – the part that kind of becomes exhausting. So the only time you really are free is at practice. We went to the Rams facility. I remember that was that's freedom, and you were out, and that was that was kind of going good. You got to back some guys down, 
because you don't want to go, you don't want to get an ankle mm-hmm. on Wednesday or Thursday. What were facilities like like back then the Rams, with all, without Rams, you know field Tampa. turf and all that you know st- and all the technology that we well, have we were now in California, so right. it was grass, right? Which oh, is yeah. scary about. Is but was that, the grass? Do you remember it being yeah, like good or gra- normal, or or did did you notice? You remember any differences or anything like that? No, just being from California right. and California right. with grass. Right. It'd be different if you were I right would, at yeah, home. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. in Anaheim, so it was, it was home. I just remember when we went to in in Florida. Mm-hmm. So you're in Tampa, so it yeah. was grass. I would have to ask the guys that played in Minneapolis or that went somewhere that was turf. Turf is an issue, um, and and weather, inclement weather would be a, a problem. It's just sometimes you get antsy because if you haven't hit anybody when you have a physical. We didn't practice like Rivera's group did. So we had contact in practice. So when you – Well, they, things were also allowed at a different pace, right? Still, nobody practiced like these guys. You ask, the Ravens don't practice right. the way these people practice. Right. The Ravens, people how click. soft how, – basically people, what you're saying is how soft they push practice Push and pull, yeah. yeah. But they're Duck. soft here, yeah. Regarding the antsy thing that you just brought up, going back to last year and we're looking at the people that are complaining about the practice field this year – it's a lot of the Chiefs players last year with the Super Bowl, there being the issues with the field that they overwatered it. Do you think it. that some of these are just overblown because they had issues with field last year and they're trying to make preventative measures well, to make they sure that, that they field. don't? And they know they blew it with that field, trying some new prescription turf. Oh, yeah. And they blew it. And they hated it in the opener. See, they never corrected that. That's when they get too smart, trying to create different grass and surfaces mm-hmm. and the whole yeah. Shouldn't have that one when you're rolling it in and rolling it out. You surely shouldn't have that. All I know is people want to keep it as normal as possible, and it's kind of hard to do it when you've got this game where all these millions of people are all over you. It's just almost impossible. when You you know what it's like being a Beatle? It's what I always refer to. Mm-hmm. It. It's your one week in your life when you get to feel like you're either a Beatle or you're Wayne Gretzky. Hmm. Well, Michael I don't, Jordan. I don't know what that feeling is. I'll never know. Well, for a week you get to know if you're in that in that group. I'll never be in that group, well, Doc. Yes, you, well, you are. You're the rooster. I, yeah. Doc, again, they keep me in a cage. I mean, 51 and a half weeks out of the year. I mean, occasionally well, you, they let me like go. It's like being a Swifty. Well, yeah. I mean, I you know, I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm a Swifty. Well, I mean, maybe a swift kick in the ass is what people want to give me, but <gasps> You know, I don't know. Uh, Steve Cofield, Mr. Vegas, is going to join us. He works at UNLV with their football program, so he might know a little bit about their practice facilities and the setup uh, and what this bitching about uh, from the San Francisco 49ers and whether it'll have any impact whatsoever. Uh, Plus, we'll talk about the scene setting up in Vegas, where obviously it is a big, big, big event town. We'll talk to Steve Cofield next, and then Solomon Wilcox after that, all from Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, coming up here on the Team Not Eddie and the Odyssey app. Ah, remembering Toby Keith, who passed away at the age of 62 today, some of his greatest hits, but also spinning forward and talking about Super Bowl 58, which is in Sin City, baby. And right now, Mr. Las Vegas, 
my buddy, longtime radio host, Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas, also a longtime national voice and uh, also involved with UNLV Athletics. Steve Cofield with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Mr. Cofield, it's uh, Chris Russell, of course, as you know, uh, and Rick Doc Walker back here in D.C. How are you, pal? What's up, Doc? Hey, Steve, what's up, brother? <laughs> I'm good. Chris, I had to do that. Uh, Doc's been on with us a few times. That radio been, a rose and, been a minute. Yep. Um, you know what? I don't want to be a bummer. I got to tell you, we are, you get so – you guys have done Radio Row before. Mm-hmm. You get so in the NFL and doing interview after interview – I had no idea about Toby Keith. Yeah. He just broke that to me. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, sorry, yeah, 62 stomach cancer, I believe, is oh, uh, no. uh, was uh, what I heard, uh, and it kind of came out of uh, nowhere. So, yeah, that kind of yeah. sucks. Um, so you're, uh, of course, at Radio Row, Mandalay Bay. Where do they – do they have it in the convention and the event center? Is that where everything is set up, or do they have it around the hotel? It's been so long since I've been to Mandalay Bay, since you and I basically opened the joint doing the first ever sports talk yep. radio shows in the race and sports book back when gambling was this taboo thing. So, Chris, you've been gone a long time. They did a giant build-out about 15 years ago, and they built – a massive convention center uh, in the back. Okay. So it's actually, it's kind of a, it's next to the arena, but no, we're in, I don't even know how many square feet this is. We're in a gigantic room and this is the biggest radio row I've ever seen. Now that you have the gambling influence in here, uh, you know, with DraftKings and FanDuel, which by the way are not actually <laughs> licensed in the state of Nevada. So it's interesting well our signage, but now it's, this is the biggest setup I've ever seen. Uh, other radio shows, TV, I think in total there's 160 different outlets, mm. including podcasts, and you know even like TikTok is doing sports, so it's it's pretty crazy. How does it compare to boxing, to a a big prize fight in Vegas? Uh, I mean, this setup is like I said, it's much different because there's 160 stations uh, yeah. and outlets here. Uh, boxing for the biggest, they would probably have 20, 25 different stations. And you know the crazy thing is, and I'm a big boxing fan, and I've been on the beat you know, for 30-plus years. Now when you go to Radio Rose at the boxing, um, Crawford and Spence was pretty big last year, and they had a lot of podcasts out there, and they probably had about the uh, same thing, like 25 or 30. But, it, I mean, boxing just isn't where it used to be, and now the enormity of the NFL, and everyone wants in in the NFL. And, honestly, the other thing is, I know people hate it. I know uh, hardcore guys, the sports fans who are guys hate it, but the Taylor Swift stuff has added to it. I just talked to one of our buddies from uh, Circle Las Vegas, and he said even – the betting is being affected by the Travis Kelsey uh, MVP odds mm. have gone way down because you got all these casual betters who are Swifties who are laying money down. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to walk up to the window and just want to bet uh, the Chiefs instead of taking the, the two or two and a half. They're going to bet the money line because they're going to walk up and just say, hey, I want the Chiefs to win, not understanding there's maybe there's a little extra value getting two and a half or two. Steve Cofield with us, Cofield and Company, ESPN Las Vegas, and of course also works with UNLV, uh, doing some broadcasting for them. And and, and Cofield, I was mentioning to Doc, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. Well, actually, we we you know uh, I wanted to have you on just because again you've been you know centrally located in Vegas and killing it out there for such a long time uh, that you know it's still mind boggling that we're going to have a Super Bowl game uh, in, in you know on the Strip or just off the Strip, I should say, uh, but. You know, there was this big controversy that the 49ers, when they arrived, that they weren't happy with their practice facility. I know you've addressed some of this on your Twitter, X feed, at Steve Cofield, but just big picture, uh, is this just a big to-do about nothing, or is there something here, and whose fault would you blame it on? 
Well, I mean, if they're really going to run practice Super Bowl week and, you know, Doc would know this better than I would, you know, actually playing, um, then, yeah, it could be a problem. The, the grass surface, here's the deal over at UNLV. So they have a brand-new facility. It's not the Raiders headquarters, but it's a nice facility, and they actually just put in new artificial turf fields uh, last August and September, and then the NFL's like, well, we need grass. So they laid grass on top of artificial, uh, artificial turf, but they did it like 10 days out, uh, and it's been raining here. So, yeah, the claim by the Niners that the field is spongy and uh, not acceptable, I buy it. Now, here's the deal. Uh, from what I had heard before, uh, you know, they, they got here that they really weren't going to practice. It's going to be mostly walkthroughs. But, I mean, Doc, you would understand that more than I would. I mean, yeah. do they actually have real practices the week of the Super Bowl? Well, they will be more than jog-throughs. And, and this is one thing that uh, Rooster and I talked about. You've done most of your heavy lifting, but you don't want to get out of sync not that you're going to crush, but you got to get the tempo up Wednesday and Thursday just to keep your body in, in, in a rhythm. So I don't know how you lay that on top of turf. That is, You just scared the hell out of me. That's absurd. Yeah, I, I cannot imagine that going on with all the facilities and land that is there. It just like, reminds me of last year. Yeah. How at the last minute do you get caught like this and not have yeah. a plan B or a place where – you can get 120 yards of just grass at a high school yeah. somewhere. Pretty interesting. Crazy. They, uh, I mean, they should have. Because here's the thing: UNLV does. They are doing their winter conditioning, and they, I know, you know, in a lot of schools, they have. Uh, I think they had like 20 new players in, so they've been using the artificial turf. But I'm sure if the NFL came in and said, "Hey, we need this a month out," you know, here's money, then they would have done it. But uh, it just seems very last minute. It, the whole thing. It's very. I mean, being here in Vegas is freaking awesome. I'll tell you the other thing is there. They're so afraid, I think, going back to the Belichick days of someone spying on practice. Mm. They brought in shipping containers. Chris, they have 20 shipping containers along the one side of the UNLV practice facility, double stacked, because they're worried about the, the oh. uh, Virgin and the embassy <laughs> suites across the street are like 10 stories. They were worried about people beaming in from there and trying to spy on the practice. Oh, wow. How about that? <laughs> Oh, it's my crazy. goodness. Uh, I mean, I, that just adds another uh, later. All right. So uh, before we let you run, and I know you got a tight schedule, and we got Solomon Wilcox coming up uh, also from Vegas. So I wanted to ask you this. You and I, again, worked there together 1999 through 2001. I was out there. I've only been out there a couple other times. You know, since then, you've lived out there the whole time. You've seen this massive explosion from the entertainment capital and the gambling capital of the world to what is now, you know, in some ways uh, is becoming the sports capital of the world. What the hell? How is it like for you, having spent 25 years there, having lived your life basically in Sin City, to know that the Super Bowl is being played off the strip on Sunday? Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, we, we were kind of banished as a sports city for the longest time. Uh, NFL had issues with sports gambling and anything tied to Vegas for the longest time. We had a case, and I think it was 2004, where they had uh, the 53-inch TV rule. And if you were having a big party at a casino – uh, they were going around measuring televisions, and they were shutting down parties. So that's where we were 20 years ago. But listen, the NFL found a way, uh, you know, along with the federal government, to be cool with sports gambling. They now have their hand in that pocket. They're making money. Guys, right now I'm standing across from three gigantic slot machines that have, you know, four slots on each one. They're NFL branded. They have their own slot. That's how far we've come here. And you know what? I, I know you're running out of time. Doc, I'll, I'll throw it to you, too. Um, John Thompson, you're, you're you know you're a good buddy, and yep. you know I I know I I think I think John he there there was some like legitimacy thrown our way that yep. John was so big on Vegas, yep. and 
and in you know with the the gone family and all that that was yeah. a little bit controversial so that's how far we've come that's true mm. Well, yeah, slots, I mean, slots. you you and you and J- Big John used to dominate out there, like we were talking about with the Jordan yeah. basketball camp, yeah. and you know, going to Vegas for Super Bowl weekend and so many uh, different great events. Uh, Mr. Cofield, wish we had more time. Uh, have a blast out there. I know you're going to be Stay very safe, busy, brother. Uh, but great to catch up with you as always and have fun uh, with the Super Bowl in your backyard. Big fan of you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Steve Cofield, my longtime pal and doc as well, at Steve Cofield on Twitter slash X. He is Mr. Las Vegas. I mean, if there is anybody that defines the media scene in Sin City, it is Steve Cofield. And you just heard from Mandalay Bay and everything that's going on there and the controversy with UNLV seems very, very, very weird that the NFL would do this. I want to double down a little bit with Solomon Wilcox yeah, on this, see what he Belichick thinks. cheating? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> exactly. And, and he's not even involved in the game, but they were thinking about him. We'll double down on that with Solomon Wilcox coming up next also from Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Our big game coverage right here on the Team 980 is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Solly from Vegas in a flash. Stay tuned. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.